DJ3W here, Kingdom Minus Show on WFNK Radio. Guess what, y'all? We've come uh, to the, pretty much to the end of the show. I'm going to go ahead and uh, give my shout-outs and thank yous right now before I get out of here. I want to say thank you to all the DJs, all the artists, all the labels, all the promoters, all the distributors of the music. Without you, we wouldn't have a show. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And uh, thank you to Jesus for making all this possible. We do this for the glory of God. We do this for you, the listeners. If you're listening on WFNK Radio, thank you. If you're listening on um, YouTube Live, thank you. If you're listening on PlayDJ.TV, thank you. Wherever you might be listening to this from, if you're listening on Hot 316, wherever you might be listening from, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I hope, I hope you were encouraged, inspired, and challenged to be more kingdom-minded through this journey through Christian hip-hop and rhythm and praise. All right, keep the browser locked for Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Apasu coming up next here on WFNK Radio. And don't forget, DJ Rich Williams is coming up a little bit later tonight. And then late, late tonight, we got the original gospel DJ, DJ Dr. D, is taking us on a late night journey. I'm DJ3W saying thank you. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KingdomMindedRS. That's KingdomMindedRS. You can also find me on Facebook under Brian Colshaw or the Kingdom Minded Show. Follow WFNK Radio on all social media platforms at WFNK Radio. It's just that simple, and it's WFNK all day. DJ3W signing off. I hope something stirred up in you to be more kingdom-minded. Until next time, grace and peace. We're going to end it with Bizzle talking about no hate. Kingdom-minded show. Let's go. Money on my whole team. I bang out like a shoe with my OG. And I don't really know how to be low key. Logo on my chest, like what it do. We them followers of Christ, tell me what it do. And if you're not one, we can still kick it. But I might preach to you. I'm just being real with it. Christ said you gotta love them when they front too. Your love measured by the hate you can love through. And if Christ at the cross for the same wasn't put him there and died for his killers, he can love you. He the boss. I be on my jail. The way I do it, got a maiming in my halo. The truth hurt, but it do work. Until you met him, you can never know your true worth. I keep it 100. Some of y'all love it. Some of y'all don't, but I ain't finna change nothing. G-O-M. We gon' keep it coming. If it's hating, you the only one that does it. Homie, you can hate me, but you ain't getting no hate back. You get no hate back. Homie, you can hate me, but you ain't getting no hate back. Cause all the hating in the world won't make me a hater. See the light. I was raised in the dark, but he came for the loss and he paid on the cross. I'm a servant of the king and I bang for the call. You say you ain't a Christian. NEPA. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't determine who stands at trial. When you don't vote, you don't get to sit in the jury and determine the fate of those in trial. When you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get to help determine the judge that sits on the bench. Don't tell me you out here hollering black lives matter if you don't vote.
Magnify, magnify, lift it on high. Spit a Spotify to qualify a spot on his side. I cannot modify, ratify. My mama made me apple pies, lullabies, and alibis. The book don't end with Malachi. Devil will win employee of the month by the dozen. To one score in three years from the third when he doesn't. My village raised him a child, come through the crib and it's busting. You meet anyone from my city, they gon' say that we cousins. Shabak, Barack, edify. Electrify the enemy like Hedwig till he petrified. Any petty Peter Petter group could get the pesticide. 79th, 79th. I don't believe in science. I believe in science. Don't believe in signing. I seen dollar signs. Color white, collar crime. Good God, the gift of freedom. Hosanna Santa invoked and woke up slaves from Southampton to Chatham Manor. My dream girls behind me feel like I'm James Early. The type of worship make Jesus come back a day early. With the faith of a pumpkin, see size mustard seed here. For I will speak noble things as Trusting me, only righteous. I might just shrug at the skullduggery. I couldn't stand to see another rapper lose custody. Exalt, exalt, glorify. Descend upon the earth with swords and fortify the borders where your shortest lies. I used to hide from God, duck down in the slums like shh. I was lost in the jungle like Simba after the death of Mufasa. No hog, no meerkat. Hakuna Matata by day, but I spent my nighttime fighting with tears back. I prayed and prayed and left messages, but never got no hair back. Or so it seemed. A mustard seed was all I needed to sow a dream. I build the ark to gently, gently roll my boat down no stream. Sometimes the path I took to reach my petty goals was so extreme. I was so far down in the mud, couldn't even let my light shine. It was always there when I needed to phone a friend or use a lifeline. From a lofty height, we wage war on the poltergeist with the exalted Christ. Spark the dark with a pulse of light Strike a corpse with a pulse of life I spit on the title as tidal waves I spit on the apple and kill a worm A fire in Cali and swallow a valley For every African village burn J-Elect would have never made it Oh, son of man, oh, son of man Who was the angel in Revelations With a foot on water and a foot on land Who was the angel that wrote a Harley From the project to the House of Parliament And opened the book in the devil's chamber And put the true name of the Lord on it Old Jerusalem, New Jerusalem Come strike this beast with a ball of fire They poisoned the scriptures And gave us the pictures of false messiahs It was all a lie Mystery Babylon down, Satan's establishment crumbling down. This is the year that I come for the crown. Bury my enemies under the ground. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So tonight, we've got a couple more things to get you prepped for the fall season. Um, I know for most of us, we are still experiencing some warmer days, but do not let that fool you. That is how one gets sick. That is how you get the sniffles, the pneumonia. So make sure that you are still wearing some kind of jacket. Don't be out here like we are a 11 and 12 years old um, bundle up so first up how to transform your favorite summer pieces into fall looks um, so I'm going to give you a couple of tips and tricks on how you don't have to shove all of your summer dresses and summer pieces summer shoes into the back of the closet I'm also going to be giving you some tips on how you can give your skin the autumn pampering treatment it needs um, so we know as it gets colder as the air gets more brittle our skin needs different things our skin in the winter versus our skin in the summer are completely different animals so I'm gonna um, give you a couple tips on how to make sure that the transition is seamless um, five boss women on how they learn to implement self-discipline 
So I thought this was important, again, because we are in the final quarter of 2020. And although the year 2020 has felt like it has been 20 years long, um, we can still do fantastic things towards the end of this thing. So I'm going to, um, you know, share some things that um, some pretty successful women are doing within their sectors, within their fields, and how we can get in on that too. Um, It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so um, I am going to also be sharing some prevention tips and things that you need to know in order to um, stay educated and just know how to move forward in regards to um, women's health. Um, We, again, some of these things um, we shy past, we don't do, we forget about, we don't feel like they're so important, but they definitely are important and they deserve our attention. Um, Superhero comic book news um, is getting a little bit more melanin. Ludacris is set to executive produce an animated series that is based around his daughters and Michael B. Jordan is going to be producing a static shock film. So that might be a little bit of nostalgia just for anyone who is familiar with static shock. He pretty much was one of the only black superheroes within the 80s and 90s um, as far as an animated you know, field went, um, and he wasn't just kind of in the background, like he was the star of the show. Um, Alicia Keys is launching billion dollar fund for black owned businesses. So I'll tell you more about that. And finally, I am going to be talking about something that has really kind of been heavy on my heart, heavy on social media. And, um, I think that it is important one, because, um, you know, for African-Americans, we have found that, um, a lot of times when, when injustice is happening to us, when things are going on with us, we are not able to get the attention of large media. We're not able to get the attention of the powers that be. And I find us being in a similar situation, um, to a population that may be even more disenfranchised than we are. Um, and SARS has been trending on social media as the images, the stories, just, some of the really harsh realities that are going on in Nigeria um, really kind of play out on our screens, on our telephones. And, and unfortunately, um, the, the ignorance that we have been taught through school, through through high school, us not knowing um, where we come from in our culture has led us to feel like this is not our problem. And this is not something that we need to um, be concerned about. Um, but if Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter everywhere. So I'll talk about um, hashtag and SARS. I will share some information about what SARS is and how you can contribute, help, um, and, and just get more aware. So you're here with me on Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Self, you remove my iniquities. 
All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So if you are following me on Instagram or if you just know me personally, you know your girl is all about shopping for the next season. You know that I don't mind grabbing a couple pieces, but I mean, sometimes it's like, where does it end? Um, you know, a lot of our clothing is multi-seasonal. I, I just kind of made that up, but it's trans-seasonal. There you go. I feel like that one's prettier. Um, a lot of our pieces are trans-seasonal, and unfortunately, we find ourselves limiting skirts and pants and, and, and sweaters and things like that to one season or one, um, you know, area of weather because we're not sure how to transition them. We're not sure how to use them, and we don't give them their fullest potential. So, because summer 2020 um, really just found a lot of us kind of sitting on the couch, not using those pieces that we would have used um, within a, a normal year. I think that it is safe to say that, you know, those summer pieces did not get the use that you wanted them to. And what better time to use them than to transition into a new season? Um, so I will be giving you a couple tips about your favorite staples that are already in your closet that you thought you you can only use for the summer that you can actually use to transition to the fall. So first up, let's think about some of those baby doll dresses. So those dresses that kind of smock at the, um, they kind of cinch at the waist um, and they flare out towards the bottom. Those are some things that, you know, you feel like, okay, it's getting a little windy out. I probably cannot wear those. I can't um, use those, but there is no need to say goodbye to your smock dresses because they are easily transitional. On top of being able to use, um, you know, really cute, now the Listen, I am 29 years old and it has probably taken me 29 years to figure out that stockings are not bad stockings, leggings, like those sheer kind of situations. I always thought like, oh my gosh, they're for old ladies. I'm not wearing them because they used to come in like this really bad white color that had nothing to do with my skin color but stockings nowadays have stepped their game up um they come in different prints and patterns and colors and rhinestones and just all of these really cute things. So one thing that I can definitely suggest when you are talking about transitioning from summer to fall is don't sleep on a nice pair of stockings. Um, they can help just kind of keep out that extra gust of wind. Um, and again, they can turn something that's super summery into a little bit more of a uh, fall situation. Um, you can also pair smock dresses or dresses period up with your favorite pair of booties. Um, this again is something that you know, is super easy to do because we find that booties are to summer's flip-flops. They're used pretty much all the time or, or the chancletas or just like a, you know, a, a really cute sandal. Um, booties are pretty much everywhere. They come in different textures, patterns, colors, um, and they are pretty much a staple because they're comfortable, they're easy to pair, and they are easy to use. Um, next up, how about a coordinate set plus some thigh-high boots? Um, coordinate sets are definitely a go-to staple year-around because they're super versatile. Um, in the summertime, 
I have a lot of coordinate sets um, that came in the form of, um, you know, a mid sleeve crop top and a midi skirt or, you know, for someone like a short and a top situation um, and on top of being able to mix and match these pieces, now what you can do as you're going into the fall, you can pair them with your favorite pair of thigh-high boots. Now, typically when you're thinking coordinates, um, the bottoms are a little bit shorter, right? Like you're not talking about um, a super long skirt. You're not talking about... Um, a, a longer dress so what the thigh high boots do again is kind of bridge the gap between summer and fall literally within your boot situation so you can alter these in many different ways um you can go with a button down you can go with um sweaters you can go with a leather jacket you can also go with you know flannel shirt and some chunky sneakers okay Next up, this one is probably um, the most obvious, but again, different. I mean, you can you can make it fun. You can make it. Don't uh, listen. I'm going to post pictures and I want you guys to understand that there is no item in your closet that does not serve multiple purposes. Like you just have to kind of think outside the box. So the next one is the slip dress plus the turtleneck. So a slip dress, think of um, kind of a shorter maxi. So you're not thinking necessarily a maxi dress, although you could do this with a maxi dress. Um, so what I've done, I have this spaghetti strap suede number. Now the spaghetti strap pretty much reduces all all use of it in the fall because it's cold and your girl is not going to be out here getting a cold. Um, but what you do, how about a turtleneck? How about a white t-shirt? How about a button down? How about your favorite t-shirt? Um, so these things can also be paired together. It kind of um, covers up that exposed skin. So a lot of the times what you're thinking about when you're trying to... Um, transition from the summer to the fall is how can I cover up a little bit more but still use these pieces so the slip dress plus turtleneck is an awesome hit so slip dresses were a hit this summer and this fall you can continue to rock them with ease as long as you pair them with a top that's going to keep you warm in the new season slip dresses can be perfect for date nights from turtlenecks to soft sweaters to camel jackets you can play around with different tops for effortless styling um next up the maxi dress plus the sweatshirt combo. Again, this is something that you have to be very strategic about because what can happen with the chunky sweater of the fall plus the flowiness of a summer skirt is that you wind up looking frumpy. So what you want to do, um, tuck and go. So what I typically do if I do kind of like a chunkier um, sweater with my maxi skirt, I will tuck my sweater in and that provides me more of a waist, that provides me more of a shape so it doesn't look like just kind of like this 
long A-line blob and you're just kind of like, where does it start and end, sis? Um, so the sweater plus the, the maxi skirt is fantastic. You can do so many things as far as the color palette. And then because both of these things are long sleeve and they are, you know, long lined, you're definitely going to be warm. Maxi skirts can be the saving grace because they are elegant, they're fashionable, they're flowy, and they can be styled for different occasions. Um, so if anybody else can think of some other ways that you can transition your summer pieces into the fall, make sure you hit me up at Faith and Fashion 360 on Instagram and make sure that you follow me on Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook. When we come back, we got some more fall treats for you. How to treat your face in order to make it transition seamlessly into the fall. We don't want any dry skin. Uh, So you're here with me on Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. As close friends, where do I begin? We were moving on too fast, falling deep in. You know we had a good run, but everything must change. Cause you ain't been so good for my energy. So I'ma have to walk away. I know that no one's perfect, really, but I value all my time. Not to say that you ain't worthy, but I really can't play with mine So I gotta hold on to my peace Cause I can't get it back from nobody once it's all gone When it's all gone, it's all gone Gotta protect all of my peace I can feel it in my soul when it ain't right, it's all wrong When it's all wrong, it's all wrong, yeah we should have stayed just close friends Beginning of the end Maybe I made too many keys to my heart And I let the wrong one in See, you don't want no one to hold you back If that's what it is, then I'll leave you And you don't want no regrets I don't want them either So I know that no one's perfect really But I value all my time Not to say that you ain't worth Get it back from nobody once it's all gone. It's all gone. 
You're listening to WFNK Radio, Northeast Pennsylvania's premium urban radio station. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So for a lot of us, we know. I always laugh about this because... um, I really do look at pictures of myself from the summertime to the fall. Does anybody ever notice how pale you get? And it's so funny because for black people, we're like, oh, well, you know, like you don't you don't quite see the difference. But I looked at myself one year and I was like, dang, I am pale. Like I need a completely different pigment and foundation for the fall and winter than I do for the summer like I literally have a darker foundation for the summer because you're out in the sun more you have the vitamin d more now again because covid is is still going on a lot of us has spent less time outside less time getting that vitamin d less time needing the sun the sunscreen and you know the things that we need to protect our skin um but it is still it's still something it is still something um so winter and the wind and all of those other elements are on the horizon um so fall and winter seasons are the time of year when it can be a little bit more challenging to stay moisturized and making sure that your skin is nice and soft so I have a couple of tips on how you can keep your skin refreshed. This is for men and women. Shouts to my producers who kind of listen to these segments and they're like, what about me, Brie? So this is for all of us. Number one, stop using soap. You heard that right. Stop using soap. Now, before I even get into all the scientifics of it, soap is, I, I don't even understand sometimes why we bother with soap every time I've used like bar soap it's dried my skin out unless it's something where it's like handmade and you really you know kind of um like put all of those elements and ingredients into it where you um you know that it's going to moisturize your skin on top of that using soap especially bar soap now imagine right this morning you went in the shower you you know rubbed the the bar soap onto your rag you lathered up you did your thing great you put the soap back down just there in the shower in the air the bacteria is catching it it's just getting all that stuff then you went back in the shower later that night and you did it again and you just slathered all of that bacteria onto your skin ew okay so Typically, we think that like soap is is one of those good things. Wrong. Um, when it comes to washing your hands, sure. But when it comes to using it to clean your body, it really is not good. Um, soap not only kills bad bacteria, but also the good kind that protects your skin from microbes that are unhealthy. On top of that, soap also strips away the lipids that help to keep your skin soft while providing a protective layer on it. Third, soap is loaded with chemicals like carcinogens and since your pores absorb what you put into your skin you can probably see why that's uh, problematic as well um 
Cleansing oils are a good alternative. They're basically cleaning agents that have an oil base so that your skin doesn't end up super dry and irritated. Um, Castile soap is also super good because it doesn't have the unhealthy ingredients like bar soap does and it also has essential oil. So if you're shopping for something that you want to moisturize your skin, definitely make sure you're looking for, for things with essential oils in them as well. Next up, exfoliate with a homemade coffee scrub. You end up shedding somewhere between 30 to 40,000 skin cells a day. Aside from that being a good enough reason to change your bedding on a weekly basis, it's also why you should incorporate dry brushing into your body maintenance route. It's also why you should exfoliate your body with a scrub as well. Um, The less dead skin you've got, the easier it is for new layers to show and to be fresh once they grow in. While a brown sugar scrub is super good because brown sugar um, is able to pull moisture into your skin, coffee scrub is good because it helps to increase blood circulation through your system. It reduces the appearance of cellulite. It contains properties that are anti-aging and it's proven to help improve your skin's tone over time. This means that no matter how harsh the weather may be, your skin can look amazing if you add a little coffee to it. Um, So, you know, you can actually make this stuff at home, which is which is always super dope about scrubs. And one of the other things that I want to say about scrubs, it's so funny. A couple years ago, I had um, Jazzy, Miss Jazzy Fleming, who just moved to a new location and it is dope and bigger and better than ever. Congrats to you, sis. I love you so much. Um, but she was on the show a while ago. And for anyone who does not know her, she is a dope and very knowledgeable esthetician. So one of the things that she said was that scrubs, um, a lot of us kind of go towards like the St. Ives situation, like the apricot scrubs and and all those other things. And she actually said that those are not good to use because you get the seeds and you get the, um, you get micro tears from the things that are in the scrubs versus just using something, you know, like a coffee scrub or something that is a little bit more even. So those, those apricot scrubs and things like that are not good to use for your skin. So if this is something that you want to try, you can do this by combining one cup of coffee with half a cup of brown sugar, a cup of virgin oil, and two teaspoons of vanilla essential oil. This is loaded with anti-inflammatory properties. Mix it well, apply to your damp skin, let it sit for five minutes and rinse thoroughly. Your skin is going to feel smooth and it is also going to smell good. Um, next up, seal your skin after stepping out of the shower. A lot of times in the area of beauty, whenever the topic of sealing comes up, it's usually in the context of sealing our hair's ends. So, you know, um, especially when we're talking about natural hair, typically what you do um to make sure that you are keeping the moisture in. You moisturize your hair and then you put oil on it because oil is the sealant. Now, a tip for any of my natural sisters who are having a problem with breakage and dry hair, oil is not a moisturizer. Oil is a sealant. So it's going to seal in whatever your hair is doing. So if we're not, we're not talking about hair, but just while I'm on the topic, 
So if your hair is dry, if you didn't moisturize your hair and you just slap some oil on there because you felt like, listen, you know, it, it feels nice. I can run my fingers right through it. That's great, sis. But now your hair is just going to seal in the fact that you did not moisturize it. So then a couple days later or even the next day when it's scratching and you're getting flakes, that's because you didn't give your hair, like your scalp, a good foundation or in order for your, your hair to thrive. Anywho, moving on. So, um, outside of talking about our hair ends, typically when you are sealing your body, your skin starts to feel next level. The process is extremely simple. All you have to do is make sure you have an oil, like a sweet almond, coconut, grapeseed, avocado, or argan oil. All light oils that are packed with nutrients. Once you step out of the bath or shower, the water that is on your skin will get sealed in by a layer of oil that you put on top of it. Just allow the oil to sit for a couple of minutes and then dry off like usual. Your skin will remain silky smooth until the next time you step into the bathtub. Next up, treat your face to some honey, figs, and coconut milk. Figs are at their best in two seasons, June and then August through October. They're a good source of vitamin A and K, along with potassium, calcium, magnesium, iron, and copper. That already makes them good for you to eat. But as far as your skin goes, fig oils have omega-3, 6, and 9, in which fatty acids that can make your neck and face feel soft and smooth. If you add fig oil to some honey There's antibacterial properties as well as antiseptic. So that's making it clean and making it fresh as well. Um, They can remove any bacteria like antioxidants that encourage collagen. Finally, add some coconut milk into the mix because the vitamin C will improve your skin's elasticity while its copper will help to keep your skin from sagging as it feeds age spots and discoloration. So we know that typically this is an issue when you're getting into the colder seasons because, again, you're not getting that much sun. Your skin is not having as much luster. It just kind of feels dry. It feels dull. It feels a little bit dead. So this is super perfect for anyone who feels like their skin just needs to be rejuvenated. Um, Coconut milk, fig oils, and honey. Next up, do a herbal tea steam treatment. Um, I actually used to just do this with water. So typically what I would do is I would take like one of those steam pots and I would boil the water and then I would stick my face over it for as much as I could handle. I would take a towel, kind of put it over my head, um, maybe for about 10, 15 seconds. Then I would shock my pores with cold water. So then it sucks in the dry water. It closes up your pores so your skin is nice and taut. And then I would do some oil as well. 
but they're talking about doing so with tea. So steaming not only feels super soothing, but it can also open up your pores so that anything that's clogged up in them will easily dislodge itself. Some other perks to face steaming is it increases blood circulation, hydrates your skin, and also promotes the production of collagen and elastin. While you'll already be doing your face a big favor by using water alone, you'll be giving it an extra treat if you add two to three herbal tea bags to the water too. Some herbal teas that are good for your skin include rose, hibiscus, dandelion, chamomile, licorice root, burdock root, and green tea. Um, and you know, you can actually do this whole thing with your bath. I've joked about it before. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, um, I'm not a big fan of baths, but again, you're submerging your whole body and it is the way to go. So I'm going to do one more because this list, this list is, is long, but again, just, just little things, oiling your skin up, making sure that you are moisturized, doing an occasional steam, watching what you eat just generally. Um, so one of the other things that I'll say here, massage orange oil onto your feet. One of the reasons why you go get a professional pedicure typically is because your heel typically dry up and they crack and if they don't receive some extra um, extra treatment on a consistent basis um, they become damaged as well so if you are not into that kind of life you can also um, do a DIY pedicure Um, for extra moisture apply orange oil to your feet It has antimicrobial properties and it helps to detoxify your system as well as your pores. It deeply nourishes dry and or irritated skin. There's anti-inflammatory properties and anti-fungal properties if your feet are susceptible to fungal infections. Not to mention the fact that orange oil has an invigorating scent to put you in a really good mood if seasonal depression has you feeling a little bit on the lower side. Um, So there's a couple more here, but basically what you want to do, guys, is make sure that you are drinking your water, oiling your skin, minding your business, and making sure that you are not forgetting about your skin as though the winds get a little bit deeper as it gets colder as the air starts to get more brittle Um, the winter and fall seasons are the times where we typically neglect our skin and I do not want that to be you so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 when we come back I'll be talking about five boss women on how they implement self-discipline in their lives get into some music and we'll be right back
for the fruit that the hands have sown Did you know there's a promise You're getting more than what you bargained for And this is for the lonely The ones that are loved and the ones that are lost I know your heart may be hurting Let's keep dancing till the day is done Listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Ofosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I just wanted to share some things that Black women can do to reduce their risk of breast cancer. Breast cancer is one of the most common cancers among Black women and all women in the United States. So some of the things that you can do in order to reduce your risk. Find clinics that offer free or low-cost mammograms. According to the Affordable Health Care Act, insurance companies are required by law to pay for mammograms every year or two for women over the age of 40. However, if you're younger and you don't have insurance, there are many clinics and programs that offer free or low-cost mammograms and breast exams. Organizations like the CDC and the Susan G. Coleman Foundation, as well as Planned Parenthood, are great resources to finding where you can get a screening near you. Find out about your family history. If you know that you have first-degree relatives that have breast, ovarian, uterine, colon, prostate cancer, or pancreas cancer, you should be genetically counseled. A genetic counselor will be able to test you and interpret the results so that you understand your risks and make the next best steps. Some people fear genetic testing because if they are shown to be at a higher risk of disease, they might face discrimination at work and be denied insurance. However, this is no longer true and that should not be a concern. Learn how to perform a self-breast exam. Knowing your breasts, what's normal and what's not, can be extremely empowering in preventing and treating breast cancer. 
And it's important to know how to do it properly and know the red flags. Go to your gynecologist or primary care doctor and have them teach you how to keep an eye out for warning signs. These signs are also typically up within doctor's offices, OBGYN offices. Um, You know, you actually start learning about that in high school as well. So, you know, um, a lot of the times like our health teachers would tell us to, um, do that in the shower, lying down, um, and things like that. And again, these are things that we shouldn't be afraid of. We shouldn't shy away from, we shouldn't, um, be, you know, um, afraid to talk about, um, as we had learned, you know, maybe about a month ago with the untimely passing of Chadwick Bozeman, um, we sometimes neglect our health. And I know that the death for of him really kind of motivated a lot of black men to say, wow, you know, I really should be a little bit more vigilant about my health and make sure that I am checking for what I need to check for, making sure that I know, um, you know, what's going on with my body. And again, like the article was saying, a lot of us feel ashamed or we feel embarrassed or we feel like, you know, um, this is, I'm going to go to the doctor and I'm going to find out something negative. So we, for fear of that, we don't go at all. And we, you know, kind of make, you know, we put ourselves at a disadvantage for being able to get ahead of, you know, different things. Um, one of the other things, educate yourself on surgery options. For many women, their breasts are an important aspect of their identity. So even if a person finds a lump, they may be afraid of getting looked at all because of potential surgery. However, there are various surgery options out there now, um, that aren't, as extreme as a mastectomy or the complete removal of the breast. For example, a humpectomy is a breast conserving surgery where they only remove the tumor and a small amount of healthy tissue around it. Eat a balanced diet and find enjoyable exercise. Studies have found that an imbalance of estrogen within the body can increase the susceptibility to certain types of breast cancer. Most breast cancers that are estrogen and progesterone receptor positive, like being in estrogen, they're like at a resort and they just thrive. Um, And I think that this really can be said, you know, regarding various aspects of our lives. We, the things that we ingest really can, you know, make or break a lot of the things that happen within our body. So when we feed the inside good things, good things kind of come on the outside. Um, and again, this is not, it's not necessarily the be all end all. I've seen, you know, vegetarians still pass away at an early age and and things like that. But, um, the difference between, you know, eating fried chicken every day versus making sure you get your servings of vegetables, making sure you get enough water. Um, they really can do a number on your skin. They really can do a number on your body's breakdown and how um, well your body treats you throughout your lifetime. Um, avoid overexposure to endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals, both natural and human-made, that can increase or decrease normal hormone levels within the body. In regards to breast cancer, there are a couple to be aware of. Bisonol A, BPA. This is often used to make water bottles and food containers. Fortunately, there are many companies that make these products BPA-free. 
triclosan. You can find this antimicrobial compound in liquid body wash, soaps, deodorants, and hand sanitizer. These products can also be made triclosan free. So those are just a couple of things that um, you can do just to kind of be aware, just to be proactive, and just to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Um, Health can be, you know, a a taboo subject that we don't like to talk about, that we don't um, take care of for fear of, you know, the unknown. But, you know, I encourage you to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. I encourage you to make sure that you are making sure your body is in the best shape possible so that you can live a long life. Um, So when we come back, I'll be talking about five boss women on how they implement self-discipline into their lives. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Yeah. 
are an African American, if you are a person of color, if you are a woman in this land, and you made a decision that you're not going to vote, maybe you're not voting because your issue isn't on the table. Maybe you're not voting because no candidate inspires you. Maybe you're not voting because you don't believe in the nominees. Maybe you're not voting because you think your vote won't matter. Come on. If you are a person of color, if you are a minority, if you are a woman, and you made up in your mind that you're not going to cast a vote, Come I came on. by to tell you that you are doing more damage to the communities of color and minorities in this land than any president, any legislation, and any hate group in America. Your urban international station from around the way. WFNK all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown-Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So I thought that this was important as we get into quarter four. Um, that pretty much is the, you know, the, the term that a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, and things like that use as we are, you know, kind of looking over the horizon into 2021, um, kind of reflecting back on goals and things that we have done. Um, and, you know, we know that we had been kind of in a weird spot, um, in 2020, you know, we are in October, we're in the 10th month, um, but 2020 has, the, the year 2020 has felt like 20 years long, you know, especially for us being in a pandemic for the past seven months. A lot of us have been in the house. A lot of us have um, really kind of foregone our normal routine and our normal way of things. Um, but for some of us, that has been a success. For me personally, I can say that quarantine has been such a blessing to me on top of the fact that I'm naturally an introverted person and I just like being inside. I've really found a different kind of discipline in my schedule and the way that I do things and making sure that I'm meeting deadlines and making sure that I'm putting 100% into a lot of things. But I know for a lot of us, it has been a little bit more difficult than that because um, we feel certain things have been stripped away from us and certain things just really are not the norm and and we struggle. Um, So I wanted to kind of bring to you some tidbits from a couple of different people about how they move into their dreams, how they are disciplined in making sure that they succeed and they do things um, at 100%, even if they don't feel like it. Um, so first up, Audrey Ori. Um, she is the founder of 13th and Joan and a ghostwriter. Um, she said, one thing I've learned throughout my journey through entrepreneurship is that if I don't rely on my calendar, it makes things scattered for me. My calendar is everything that my day can consist of. I believe I've come to the realization that my calendar was my most powerful ally after the third year of entrepreneurship. 
I reached a point where I was just burnt out because I thought that I could replace my nine to five within my first year of entrepreneurship. That was a very unrealistic goal, but I was convinced that if I worked hard enough, I could make the same income in so little time. When that didn't happen, I blamed myself. I wasn't even close to it, and I thought the reason why was because I didn't work hard enough. So for the next two years, I worked around the clock and was putting in hours. Being in my third year now, I realized that it was unhealthy to have set myself such a goal for it to make me feel unhappy. Now, my rule is, during the time slots that I have parked out for specific activities, I do not allow myself to veer away from them. Even my family, friends, and staff know that unless it's an emergency, they can't just pop up and call me in the middle of the day. I probably won't even answer anyway because if I do, I want to pour into them and it means that the things I should be doing will be on pause. Let me tell you. Talk about self-discipline. I mean, you know, how many of us really kind of set out, like you wake up in the morning, you just know that there are five things that you absolutely are going to do. You are going to make sure that these things happen. Um, And then by the time nine o'clock rolls around, now mind you, you woke up at like seven, but by the time nine o'clock rolls around, your whole day went awry. Um, Because we got on social media, because we got on the phone, because we got caught up with um, binge watching, you know, episode number seven of our favorite show because we got caught up in just things that had nothing to do with our goals, had nothing to do with our plans. And one of the things that I thought was super interesting about what she said was, um, you know, when I have time set out for certain things, I do those things and I don't veer away from them. That takes a special kind of discipline to, to not be like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to adjust my schedule a little bit here and you know I think you 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 have to do what works for you but I think that this is really something sound that we can just kind of think about how many times do we set time up for ourselves and then say, okay, I'm going to adjust this. And not that there's any problem with kind of veering off of a schedule a little bit, but if you get into the habit of continuously doing that, what time have you set for yourself? Um, Next up, we have Imani Wade. She's a blogger and author of Breaking Up With The Bad Girl. She said, my process to learning self-discipline involves three things. One, knowing what I want. I find it hard to be disciplined with anything if I don't initially spend the time visualizing or understanding what my goal or desired outcome was in the first place. Number two, being my biggest fan. The hard reality of pursuing your goal is that you won't always have the support that you need. Luckily, I do have a strong core uh, group of close friends who cheer me on. However, I don't always depend on them because I know how important it is to be my biggest fan. Some serious self-awareness is number three. Self-awareness is crucial. You have to know yourself and be willing to be real with yourself. And I thought this one was super important just because... um, How many times have we looked and just wanted to bring everybody with us? 
We wanted everybody to understand our business plan. We wanted everybody to understand um, this idea that they kind of deemed as crazy, um, really outside of character for us. It didn't go along with our agree degree. And we get upset when they don't understand your vision. And one of the things that I want to say to that is we have to stop worrying about who said we can't and who said we shouldn't and who said we mustn't. You know what I mean? Like we have to stop worrying about the people who don't understand because at the end of the day, he said you could and he said you should and he placed that vision inside of you. He gave that to you. He didn't give that to your mom. He didn't give that to your sister. He didn't give that to your husband. He didn't give that to your best friend. So we get upset when people don't understand our vision. We get upset when people don't understand our plans. When God placed that deep down on the inside of you, and that wasn't for you to give to somebody else. That was for you to listen to him and look up to him and lean on him for support. And I know for some of us that can definitely, it can be hard. It can be hard. It can be difficult and it can feel a little bit lonely. But one thing that we have to understand is that when he gave you something that was for you to grow, that was for you to cultivate and not everyone is going to understand the vision and that's okay. And they're going to support you in the way that they can. And sometimes they're not going to support you at all, but you find solace in knowing that God gave me this and I'm going to honor him by moving the way that he has asked me to move. Next up is Letitia Marie Gardner. She's a founder of Total Body 21. She says as a woman, wife, mother of two incredible girls and fitness brand owner, I have a lot of things going on and there isn't a part of it all that doesn't require self-discipline, especially when we only have 24 hours in a day. Whether it is loving my husband, looking after my daughters who are on two completely different schedules and demand two very different types of attention, working out or managing my online boutique, it all requires focus and persistence from me. I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have the willpower to be that woman. The need to become more serious about my health and body didn't hit me before I gave birth to my youngest. I was in my early 30s and realized that everything really changes with age and gone were the days I would just eat anything. From there, it became mandatory for me to feed my body with healthy food and exercise consistently. Now, of course, I go through those days where I'm dragging. I just don't feel like it. I go through my seasons where I either just want to eat good or I don't care. I'm no different than anybody else. I go through it just like everyone else. But although I may not be motivated all the time, the thing that keeps me going is my addiction to the results. I'm not addicted to the process. I'd rather stay home, eat fast food and desserts every day. But the result is what I'm in love with. I love the way my body looks and feels when I treat it right. To me, self-discipline comes from self-worth, self-love, and self-motivation. You may see women with nice bodies and deeply want yours to look similar. But if you're not willing to put in the necessary amount of work until you can actually see some results, then all you'll do is double tap their pictures on Instagram. So who has heard the Bible verse, faith without works is 
what y'all did. That comes from James 2, verses 14 through 26. I want you to read it. I want you to digest it. And I want you to get that. There are days when it's not going to feel easy when you got to put in a little bit of elbow grease. But the difference between really um, getting those those things out and pushing those things out that God has placed in us is your work, is the work that you do. Because a lot of the times we look around, we want something, we want, you know, we want the body, we want the business, we want the $100,000 year. Um, and then we say that we want those things and then we roll back over and go to bed. And it's like, sis, what? <laughs> How can I help you? How can I do this? If you're not willing to really step out and do some of that work yourself. If you're not willing to dedicate a couple extra hours, if you're not willing to not go on that shopping spree because you needed those funds to pour into your business, if you're not willing to turn away that extra carb, if you're not willing to stop speaking to yourself this way, if you're not willing to stop doing certain things, we want things just kind of handed to us on a silver platter without actually putting in some of that work. And it's not always going to be easy. And it's not always going to feel like, okay, I want to get up at seven o'clock in the morning. Let's go. Let's get our day started. You're not always going to feel that more often than not. You're not going to. I'm not going to sit here and say I always want to go to the gym. Who Like, who am I kidding? But I like how I feel after I go to the gym. I like how I feel after a gallon of water. And let me tell you, it took me... It took me some time to get there. It took me some time to feel like, oh my gosh, this water. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that a gallon of water is fantastic. But I throw some cucumbers and lemon in there and I keep it pushing and I keep it going and I make it happen. So it's not always going to feel like fantastic. You're not always going to feel like that marketing. You're not always going to feel like that extra push. It does not get easier, you get stronger, you get more grounded in your faith, and you get more grounded in what he told you is going to happen in your life. Next up, Danielle D. Hughes. She's an entrepreneur and the author of Always Make Your Bed. My process to learn self-discipline was an interesting one. I graduated high school with a very low GPA. I never had a routine, never had a bedtime or strict rules growing up in my household. When I got older, I knew that I wanted to change that. Once I became sick of my own BS, I started creating daily habits for myself. I started making my bed each day and I started to see my productivity increase substantially just by being consistent in that small task every day. If anything, the lack of discipline of anyone around me made me want to be further away from them. Once I made up my mind that I was going to change my lifestyle because I was destined for more, I began to lose a lot of people along the way. Unfortunately, as you become more in tune with your divine purpose, people who are no longer equally yoked will naturally fall off. I've learned to make peace with that and no longer try to hold on to something or someone that is no longer serving my highest good. Um... Hmm. Let me tell you something. 
some of us have been so bonded by the generational curses of our families um, and we call those habits and we call those nature and we call those just things that we do and they have killed some of the dreams that God had placed in our mom and our grandmother and our great-grandmother because of fear of financial stability or fear of um, who's going to talk about me and fear of looking silly and fear of you know, the self-doubt, some of those things that have been a stronghold, you have been sent to break within your family. You've been sent to break the spirit of laziness. You have been sent to break that spirit of self-doubt and and feeling like you cannot do anything besides work a nine-to-five. You have been sent to break the spirit of you're not going to go to school, you're not going to go to college, or you're not going to make anything of yourself because somebody down the line, you know, kept telling the person before and the person after. You've been sent to heal the generation and your lineage afterwards. And if that is not a tough job, I don't know what is. It's lonely. It's frustrating. People don't listen to you. And you look like you, you are the black sheep. But the work that comes out of it, the work that comes out of you just making those small changes is, listen, it's going to be fantastic for for your family to come ahead of you. Um, And last up, we have Javasia Harris Bowser. As a black woman in America from a low-income family, I knew early in life that to achieve anything, I'd have to work harder than everyone else and be more disciplined than everyone else. For me, self-discipline is about creating a plan and sticking to it, which means that discipline requires a lot of planning. Every Sunday, I spend 30 minutes to an hour planning out my week. I make a list of all the things I want, need, and must do. Then, using my planner, I assign each item to a day of the week. Then I look at Monday's to-do list and schedule when I will do each task. Monday night, I create Tuesday's schedule and so on. This hour-by-hour scheduling isn't for everyone, but it works well for me because I was a teacher for 10 years. Right now, every single part of my life requires self-discipline. But thanks to my self-discipline, and despite fighting cancer plus the pandemic, 2020 has been one of my most successful years. That said, even before the diagnosis, self-discipline was essential for my career. I am what I like to call full-time writerpreneur. I'm a freelance writer and the founder of See Jane Write, which is a website, membership community, and coaching service for women who write and blog. When you're your own boss, self-discipline is a prerequisite. Without it, I wouldn't meet deadlines for freelance writing assignments. To me, the main pillars of self-discipline are planning, purpose, and persistence. And that one just kind of speaks for itself. Um, My encouragement and my advice to you is to really kind of dig your feet down, really dig your feet down within these next couple months. You may not feel motivated in this moment. You may not feel like anybody is with you at this moment, but my prayer for you is that you remember that God is always by your side, 
even if you cannot see the footsteps, he is absolutely with you in everything that you have decided to do. And it just kind of, it just takes your work, sis. It just takes you really dig and, and, and not just for, not just for the women, but really kind of digging deep into yourself for all of the success that he has already laid out for you. So when we come back, I'll be talking about Michael B. Jordan and Ludacris, who are said to be the head of some really important black animated stories that we definitely want to see. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music and we'll be right back. This is DJ Keith Bowen, and you're listening to WFNK Radio. Come on, open up your mouth right here. We're going to make some declarations. Y'all ready? Pour out your spirit in this place. Let's talk to the Lord. Take us, take us, and fill 
360. This is your host, Brianna Fosa, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So next up, um, one of the things that I really, you know, enjoy talking about here are Black stories being told by an authentic Black voice. We see a lot of times Black stories being told by people who continue to perpetuate stereotypes that, um, you know, our youth look at and see and think that, you know, this is all they can be and this is all they can do. And I really enjoy, you know, the Black creators and directives and photographers who have really gotten ahead of that and really sat at the helm to tell these stories in a way that honors our culture and honors who we are. So Ludacris is set to executive produce an animated series dedicated to his daughters. Multi-talented businessman, husband, and father Ludacris has recently announced that he's kicking off a new venture of producing an animated series with Netflix. Karma's world will depict the life of a smart 10-year-old girl named Karma Grant, who is described as having a larger-than-life personality with a talent in rapping and songwriting. The series is thoroughly inspired by Ludacris' eldest daughter, Karma, and her self-titled website based on her early childhood education. Sources have confirmed that the series will combine the series' um, will combine a familiar tone and warmth of the popular children's show, Doc McStuffins, with age-appropriate lesson plans delivered through rhythmic songs. It's been indicated that the series will consist of 40 episodes with a span of 11 minutes each that Ludacris has stated will be a part of the legacy he leaves for all of his daughters. I've had a lot of accomplishments in my life, but everything that I've experienced seems to have led up to this point to where I can leave a legacy for all my daughters. He continues, Karma's world is one of those legacies. I hope this series will show that there are many ways to overcome situations. This show is going to move hip-hop culture forward and show young girls that they have the power to change the world. This project has been a long time in the making, and I can't wait to bring Karma's world to the entire world. Let me tell you something about Ludacris. He is one of those people that I can say has definitely made a successful transition from being like a rapper rapper to different sectors of business and really just kind of putting his hands on a lot of different things. Um, A lot of his music is not Faith and Fashion 360 approved. You know, like when he was ludicrous, like, you know, with the with the big fro and some of the stuff that he's saying. Um, but, you know, he's gone from that to being an actor like he is really kind of a, a main face within the Fast and Furious franchise, which for anybody who was wondering or is just kind of over it at this point, they are going to be ending with their 11th film. Or so they say. Um, it's just hilarious to me, just as a side note, like Fast and Furious I remember, um, God rest his soul, when Paul Walker died, 
I was like, okay, this is a main character in the film. They're not going to, like, they're not going to drag this out for much longer. Because it's like, how much more can you do without one of the main characters? But lo and behold, they they dragged it out. There there was more. Th- then there, there was a seventh, and then I think there was an eighth. I really don't even know anymore. I, I can't even tell. Um... It just, I feel like they just continue to get more outlandish. Um, There was this funny, like, animated satirical meme situation where they, um, basically the name of the article was kind of debunking scientifically some of the stunts that are done in Fast and Furious. So one of them was when Vin Diesel's character, Dominic, was kind of driving through a crumbling parking deck. And scientifically, they were like, nah, that would never, that would never happen. Like, of course, you know, he made it out within the nick of time, but they were like, no, that, that would have killed you. There's no way. Like, that's not, it's just, it's craziness. And then there was another scene where he kind of used his body strength to bring down a helicopter far enough so that he could catapult himself into a car that was flying in the air. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, but nonetheless, Ludacris has, you know, kind of, you know, moved into different sectors where he has been very successful. Um, there probably is a good generation of people that don't know that Ludacris was a rapper. And I say that in a good way. Like, you know, they they don't know him as like Luda. They know him as, you know, the, the, the actor, the philanthropist, the entrepreneur, and now doing something fantastic for his daughters. Um, Michael B. Jordan is actually set to produce DC's Static Shock film. Um, Michael, alongside Warner Brothers' Reginald Hewden and Outlier Society, will work together on the actively developed project. Sources have confirmed that the news of the forthcoming film was originally announced back in August at a DC's fandom event. I'm proud to be a part of building a new universe centered around Black superheroes. Our community deserves that. Outlier Society is committed to bringing to life diverse comic book content across all platforms, and we are excited to partner with Warner Brothers and Reggie on this initial step. It's been indicated that the film will depict the story of the original 1993 animated series and its main character, Virgil Hawkins. Virgil serves as an average teen boy who has the ability to transform into a superhero with electromagnetic powers after an odd accident involving a form of gas. Static Shock is highly recognized as being one of the only animated series starring a Black character. Let me tell you, I'm excited. Y'all remember Static Shock? Like it was, it was a little bit of cereal, Static Shock, and then you clean the house from top to bottom. Um, But, you know, I just think that this is super important, you know, to continue to tell these stories, to show these images again, especially to our teens and our children who are told so many different things about who they should be and what they should be. And a lot of the images, unfortunately, are negative. So shouts to Ludacris, shouts to Michael B. Jordan. I cannot wait. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, Alicia Keys is doing it for the culture. She launched a $1 billion fund, especially for Black businesses. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pastor Bill Davis, and you're listening to WFNK Radio, Northeast Pennsylvania's premier urban radio station. 
same he changed me and I'll never be the same he changed me and I'll never be the same he changed me I'll never be the same he changed me so I'll never be the same he changed me he changed me. I'll never, never be the same. He changed me. Sing that. He changed me. I'll never, never be the same. He changed me. He changed me. I'll never, never trust the church. Come on, say, say. He changed me. He changed me. So I'll never, never be the same. He changed me. I'll never be the same. He changed me. And I'll never be the same. He changed me. He changed me. And I'll never. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. Songstress and musician Alicia Keys has paired up with the NFL to launch a $1 billion fund to help support Black-owned businesses and neighborhoods. In a recent interview with Billboard, Alicia confirmed that the fund will exceed further than a one-time donation and will inflict an impactful change of empowerment within Black America. We are already seeing the blatant injustices that are going on around us. As an artist, I'm always thinking about how I can use my platform to further racial equity. This fund is one of the answers, and our goal is to empower Black America through investing in Black businesses, Black investors, institutions, entrepreneurs, schools, and banks in a way to create sustainable solutions. She goes on to state that the idea was derived from her personally wanting to provide an actual call to <clears throat> to action following the global protest demand for justice and overall change. The initial goal of $1 billion is to ensure a substantial commitment, even with that, it does not come close to closing the economic gap. The next steps are to reach out to different industries to invite them to invest in racial justice and create a multi-billion dollar endowment across business sectors. So I I laughed a little bit because um, the part of the article that says an actual call to action was was funny, you know, kind of in a sad way to me, Um, you know, when. It's just been it's just been a rough year. But, you know, when we saw the the heartbreaking stories about uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbery, and, and those were just the one that were, you know, heavily televised. But when we saw those stories, we also saw kind of this influx. And to me, after maybe like the, the 25th, really like nice, cushy statement um it just it just became a little bit like routine to me but we also saw a lot of our favorite brands speaking out and and talking about how they you know really you know black lives matter and we want to do our part to make sure that everyone knows that they are important and and that they matter and and 
I don't want to say yada, 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 but you knew that your favorite brand was going to speak out and you knew that they were going to say something fantastic and, and make you feel good and, and make you feel like you mattered and make you feel like you were important. And then you saw the, the, the subtle change in their timeline where they showed more pictures that were serving to minority um, and melanated communities. And you saw the Netflix Black Lives Matter collection and you saw, um, you know, all of the brands speak out and, and use a couple more black models for a couple of weeks. And I guess I kind of got descent, like just numb to it because I already knew they were going to say it and, you know, it was nice and it was great. But there were a couple influencers who were kind of like, OK, that's cool. So what are you actually doing? How many black people you got over there? How many people are are sitting at your boards and are sitting um, at your tables to really, really make sure that there's some change going on? And unfortunately, a lot of them fell flat. A lot of them could not put their money where their mouth was. And it, it was disappointing. So shouts to Alicia Keys for, you know, an actual call to action to make sure that Black businesses are really poured into and someone is not just saying Black Lives Matter. Um, when we come back, I want to end the show off just kind of um, talking to my Black brothers and sisters. So there's a lot of heartbreak and heartache going on in Nigeria right now. And while I won't speak directly to the situation because I don't have all of the information, um, I, I just have a couple of things to say about our empathy and about when things don't necessarily hit our doorstep and how sometimes we kind of turn a blind eye because it ain't my problem and how flawed that thinking is and why you should not do it. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. We'll be right back.
right. You got enough. You got enough sauce. You got enough sauce. Hey guys, this is Jazzy, and you're tuned in to WFNK Radio. Next is Sunday Night Mix Show, then Sunday Soul Food, and don't forget Late Night Journey.
What's up? It's Torin Wells. Thank you so much for watching this Essential Worship video. Make sure that you click one of these tabs to get cords, to subscribe, and to watch more videos. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. Um, so again, you know, 2020 has been very difficult for a lot of us. Um, it has been very difficult, ment you know, mentally as we have seen, you know, protests going on in the front lines of some of our communities that we have seen um blatant injustices kind of played out on our television screens, on our phones, on social media for us to be recorded, being beaten down, being shot, being mauled, um, and really feeling like we do not have rights. Um, situation very similar to that, if not more gruesome, is currently going on in Nigeria. Hashtag NSARS has been really taken over social media as um, Nigerians are protesting um, a, a police unit that 
was originally placed to protect and serve and has gone on now to be a mad power grab. Um, I don't know, you know, a lot about the situation. I know that it has been sad. I know it's been gruesome. I know, you know, it has taken a toll, especially on my husband, who is African. Um, But one of the things that I wanted to say was, you know, as African-Americans, we have been in a place for so long where we felt like we were expendable, where we felt like our problems didn't matter to the people around us, where we felt like, um, you know, people didn't hear us, people didn't understand us, or they didn't want to understand us. And we were upset about that. And we felt like we were kind of screaming and the mute button was on. And we felt like people were not putting energy into our fight. And I've watched now as there is a complete 180 moment and those same activists and those same black people have in one way or another just said, well, that's not my problem. And it's sad and it is disheartening to see that um, because, you know, we, we speak out about equality and we speak out about justice. And unfortunately, sometimes when things don't hit our doorstep directly, we don't empathize with it and we don't feel like it is of importance to us until it does hit our doorstep. And I just want to encourage everyone to just think about the, the, the human life. And how it shouldn't just matter when it matters to us. That it should just matter always. And my prayer is that our hearts will be softened to really feel the plight of those around us. Even if it does not directly impact us. So my prayer is that you will use your influence, that you will use everything that God placed down inside of you to affect change, to affect change to to those around you in whatever corner of the earth you are in, to be salt of the earth, to do fantastic and miraculous things the way God would have intended you to do them, that you'll listen to his voice and that you will make changes within yourself to make changes to the world around you. So I thank you for joining me here at Faith and Fashion 360. I thank you for joining me here week after week. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook, as well as Faith and Fashion 360 on Instagram. Make sure you join me next week, same time, same place, and make sure you get into the rest of our Sunday night lineup. Happy Sunday and good night. This is my thank you. This is my thank you to you. And all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. This is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. Let's get it. Know that when the fly you fly too And know that when we swag we 
haters hating, they can't till they pass out. Look, this square peg that's trying to fit around hope. Trying to turn guest rooms into home sweet home. With my best against the wall, I had no one. Father, you held me and called me your own. This is the reason I know I belong. Never feel me yet, you holding me strong. This is the reason I know I belong. Never feel me yet, you holding me strong. Say, this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through, all of the things I've been through. See this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. Hey. This is my thank you. My. Determine the fate. 
trial. When you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get to help determine the judge that sits on the bench. Don't tell me you out here hollering black lives matter if you don't vote. Black lives don't matter to you if you don't vote. Don't tell me you're mad that Daniel Cameron has not indicted the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor if you don't vote because you ain't got nothing to do with it. How dare you We don't vote. We dismiss ourselves from being part of leveling the playing field of justice in the United States States of America. Urban International Station. How important this country will... Urban International Station from around the way. WFNK. All-